I thought you had enough. You're ready for more? More Alliance blog content? Well, then you've come to the right place because we're here to talk about wrestling uh, with a greater emphasis on the NWA because this is the Alliance blog and we are a presentation of alliance-wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. And on my mind today has been, been Ring Warriors. You guys remember Ring Warriors? It's five years ago today that they filmed in Las Vegas, Nevada, what would be uh, over a two-day period. And then again later uh, in the year, they would film matches that would air on WGN America and later on Amazon Prime. In fact, you could, I think you could still find those matches on Prime. I'll take a look here in the break to see if that's true or not. But Ring Warriors was, uh, well, it was kind of ahead of its time, right? It was a, a wrestling show. Um, that featured stars from all across the country. And I'm talking about guys formerly with the WWE, guys who have formerly worked with Impact. Uh, hell, even talent who was still signed with Impact. It was it was a pretty awesome spectacle. Um, it was kind of like a precursor to NWA power in, a, in that it uh, featured some of these more well-known names. I mean, on that roster, uh, you know, just on the surface, Luke Hawk, Eli Drake. We know him as LA Knight today. Uh uh, Hammerstone, Jeff Cobb. Uh, uh, there was there was an overabundance of talent. Uh, former NWA World Champion Tokyo Monster Kahagas, just a wealth of talent on the show. And, and I always wonder why it never it never broke through, right? But um, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Ring Warriors. My time in Las Vegas when I was there for the premiere taping of Ring Warriors. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more after this. We hit that! You already know who it is. The radioactive pop with Danny Limelight. United Wrestling Network, World Heavyweight Champion. And make sure you tune into the Alliance blog every week. You heard it here first. Straight from Bobby. If you really think about it, Ring Warriors was ahead of its time. Um, you know, the uh, aforementioned uh, broadcasting on the internet back in 1997. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me, um, I, I never actually got to see the original Ring Warriors uh, that was broadcasted back then. I'm sure the quality wasn't great. But, you know, America One, which broadcasted their entire network online, in the early, early days of the internet, I'm talking like, uh, I say early, early days. Uh, in the early 2000s, uh, again, there was still no YouTube at the time. And uh, we talked about this with Jarrell Clark just a few days ago. When you used to watch wrestling online, the quality was not very good. It was almost like you were listening and looking at pixelated pictures because uh, even with a high-speed internet connection back in like I said, the 2000s, 2001, uh, it was hard to get things through. Watching shows like, uh, you know, Bill Barron's is uh, NWA Wildside and later NWA Anarchy was a chore. Uh, but you wanted to stay in, in contact. You wanted to know what was happening in the NWA. So you sucked it up and watched it anyways. Uh, but you could kind of find out what was going on. And, hey, AJ Styles is uh, back uh, after his tenure with WCW. Oh, and uh, he's going to also be a part of this new coming uh, promotion, Impact Wrestling TNA. Uh, you, you get what I'm trying to say here, I guess. Uh, the, but the bottom line is, um, 
ring warriors that's what they did to get famous that's what they did to make their mark and again it was on the backs of hiro matsuda and howard brody uh of course um the show itself in its first incarnation was not anything to to brag about because again it only lasted about six episodes uh you know the more more interesting more exciting is the fact that um it even existed because uh, again, getting on an internet connection back then was kind of a big deal. They would later uh, become this wrestling promotion. And uh, around May of, uh, I say May, I'm not exactly sure when, around 2011, uh, they would join the NWA as associates, affiliates, whatever. Um, and the NWA, this promotion would kind of exist into itself uh, around the uh, Florida and in the Bahamas, hence why they had a Bahamian uh, championship uh, held by Jan's Prophet. Uh, they would bring in the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. It was kind of like a, um, it was a catch-all. Uh, the first time I saw Adam Cole was with Ring Warriors. The first time I saw, um, the first time I saw a lot of wrestlers, <laughs> where I was introduced to from Ring Warriors. Um, you know, and, and then going back again, like, uh, this was in 2011, um, and they were filming these shows, I guess, for international distribution. I don't know if that ever came to pass, but, um, they had guys like, uh, I mean, they were using the headbangers back in the day. Uh, they had La Rosa Negra, um, they were using Mia Yim, um, Cassidy Riley, Wes Briscoe, uh, Bruce Santee. Um, they even brought in Scrap Iron Adam Pierce as world's heavyweight champion. Um, they had a, they, you know, it was a show that um, they were trying really hard to make it legitimate. I mean, they brought in uh, Billy Gunn and Sean Waltman. They brought in the NWA World Tag Team Champions, the Dark City Fight Club. Uh, Chance Prophet was the 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 uh, national champion when they brought him in. Um, and these matches were taking place mostly in Fort Lauderdale, but basically in Florida. And like I said, the Bahamian, uh, the Bahamas. And, uh, <clears throat> so like, uh, a lot of these matches were based on getting that kind of market over. So, I mean, they were using guys like Luke Hawk and, uh, the aforementioned, uh, the Vordell Walker. They had gold dust on a card for crying out loud. They had uh, Alex Chamberlain when he was part of the Red Devil Fight Club. Uh, they had uh, Sienna and Sue Young on their early shows. They had uh, Michael Tarver. They even had Vader on a few of their shows, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. When they were in the Bahamas, they were able to book Vader. Uh, but this was kind of, again, this was uh, a show that. Uh, existed for only a few years and then they they went on a hiatus and then they came back in like 2015 they introduced their own like women's wrestling promotion the 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 battling bombshells um again that was headlined by la rosa negra and uh you know they were they were efforting to try to 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 almost like emulate what uh championship wrestling from hollywood was doing they never were able to get their uh their wits about them is that the right way to say it they were never able to kind of take off like i mean they were still bringing in guys in, tw in 2013 they were still bringing in guys like tyson tomko steve carino um again the aforementioned scrap iron adam pierce 
uh, in uh, Lindsay Dorado, Leva Bates, when you know she was getting really popular from uh, her time in NXT, uh, and it just never really um, managed to take off. But uh, you know, then they 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 tried different things, and again, this you know they were had the TV show that they had that was running in that market. Uh, they did have a couple of, I think they had like 12 episodes. They started filming some more stuff and, and it was just a stop and start. And then 2015, they tried to, to churn it back up again uh, after taking 2014 off. And again, a lot of good shows were out there. Uh, you know, with the former women's world champion, Santana Garrett, uh, but things just never really kind of took off. And then they made the announcement in 2018 after like a two year hiatus that they would be returning to film in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Sam's town hotel and gambling hall in Las Vegas. Uh, we call that slams town around these parts, but yeah, that, that venue is synonymous with pro wrestling. That's where future stars of wrestling used to tape impact is taped there multiple times. And uh, again, uh, ring warriors taped there as well. And they did the same thing that they always do. They bring in some talented, uh, some talented uh, free agents, right? They brought in, um, you know, they, they brought in Santana Garrett. They brought in Martin Casas. That was Marty, the moth in, uh, Lucha Underground, they brought back Alex Chamberlain, Luke Hawk, Cahagas. They brought in the Impact World Heavyweight Champion, Austin Aries. They had Nicole Savoy. They brought in Alice in Danger. They brought in cheerleader Melissa. And the aforementioned Alexander Hammerstone, Jeff Cobb, Luke Hawk, Luke Hawks, <laughs> Cassidy Riley, Chase Stevens, uh, Funny Bone, the Demigod of Death, the Dark Child Chance Prophet. Uh, and, and they really were trying to build this into something big. Um, and I felt like they, they took it seriously. Um, and, and I did look, it's not available on, uh, Amazon prime. Uh, they would, uh, but uh, the, the, the talent that they used again, guys like Eli Drake, um, you know, a lot of these guys went places and did things after this. Now, Eli Drake was already kind of at that point. He had been working for Impact. It wasn't a, uh, he wasn't as uh, unknown as somebody like Alexander Hammerstone. But Hammerstone obviously made his fortune in MLW. Uh, spent the last year being the MLW World Champion. A guy like uh, Jeff Cobb was already spending time between New Japan Pro Wrestling and wrestling on the independents in the United States. Uh, but this was like a... a a lot of exposure for him uh, as well. And then, I mean, guys like uh, guys that uh, we have not seen uh, a lot before, like uh, the 1%, which was Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. We also know them as uh, now, I guess they go by the wrecking crew. Uh, they're part of team filthy new Japan USA. Uh, so it did business picked up a lot. You know, they brought in uh, Lance Archer. Um, and again, this was long before AEW. And I almost feel like this might, this could have been like, uh, maybe, I don't want to say it was a precursor because it certainly was not, but it could have been like a precursor similar to AEW uh, because of the talent that was involved. I mean, these weren't, the guys that were on the show weren't exactly um, internet darlings, you know, with the exception of maybe uh, Hammerstone and uh, Jeff Cobb, but they certainly became uh, some of the, 
more well-known wrestlers in the country. And although the show didn't last very long, like I said, it lasted uh, about 12 episodes, uh, you know, really only like about, uh, they did two um, dates of taping, basically. Uh, in, uh, they did October 2018. They did August 8th, uh, 2018. And that was pretty much it. Um, but, you know, they, 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 they taped for 12 episodes. And I, I could have seen a lot of potential with this. And, of course, uh, they even aired um, an NWA national title match that was filmed at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. But they borrowed the footage and aired it on Ring Warriors as well, which was uh, which was uh, Willie Mack defending against Sam Shaw. Um, so that made it on their airway as well. Again, oh, I, I forgot Killer Cross too. So there were so many good talents that were on this card. And I feel like there was so much potential for things to get bigger and better. And it just never came to fruition. It was It's a shame. Oh, I just saw the name Jay Spade. He still owed his World Junior Heavyweight title. Uh, when is that going to happen, guys? Let's Let's stop hating on Jay Spade and bring him in to get his World Junior Heavyweight title. But, uh, yeah, just those memories of uh, Ring Warriors uh, today would have been five years ago. Uh, I posted some of my favorite photos on Instagram. You can check those out at the Alliance blog. Uh, and we'll be back in a minute. If you see me at a show, you, you should come say hi. I'd love to put a, a face on the name. Um, that's what I'm doing in St. Louis. You guys know that, that we're having this Alliance Wrestling Summit. Yeah, that's the name for it. I don't know if we actually declared a name here on the uh, on the podcast, but in secret, that's what we call it. We call it the Alliance Wrestling Summit. And for those of you who are part of this alliance with me, uh, I'm going to be handing out some t-shirts. I know that's not like the end-all be-all, but hey, a free t-shirt's kind of cool. Uh, we're sitting in the front row on uh, Saturday night for the 75th. You'll see us. I hope we see you. I mean, but uh, let's let's talk about a little bit uh, the World is a Vampire Tour. Of course, uh, I'm disappointed that the NWA won't be in Irvine, but they didn't. Well, <laughs> last week I broke the news that uh, they, they had the dates announced of when the NWA uh, would be on tour with Smashing Pumpkins, but uh, we're learning a little bit more. Now we have some talent who will also be there uh, for that show, and, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We're also just getting right to it. The World is a Vampire Tour. I was very excited about this. I was hoping we would have a full-blown U.S. tour. It's it's limited to four days, which is, I, again, I, I understand that. The crazy thing is, is this is the build. <laughs> this is the last push right before uh, the Crockett Cup, right? I said Crockett Cup. Right before the 75th anniversary show uh, because Thursday the 17th, They'll be in Huntsville, Alabama. That uh, Saturday the 19th, they'll be in West Palm Beach, Florida. Sunday, they'll be in Tampa, Florida. That's just a week out from the anniversary show. Then Tuesday, they'll be uh, in Charlotte leading up to the anniversary show. Um, so it, it's 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 coming. It's it's going to be there. And, you know, for as far as the talent goes, I mean, it's... This is a loaded roster. This roster is probably better than... Well, it's definitely better than the roster that they sent to Australia. Uh, all apologies to La Rebellion. Uh, but we have a full-scale NWA roster here. Like, this is a lot of guys. Even more than what they sent to Mexico City. We've got the Southern Six. And they should be over like Rover in the South. But we'll see how that pans out. I'm talking daddy. 
about uh, they don't make them like they used to. Alex Taylor, Silas Mason, and your World Junior Heavyweight Champion, Kerry Morton. Uh, they'll be there. Colby Carino, who is the number one contender for that title, he will be there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Max the Impaler will be in uh, in in the, the World's Vampire Tour. Max will be devastating at that tour. We've got Big Strong Mims, EC3. you got Ruthie J, Kenzie Page, Kylie Page, Daisy Kills, the Country Gentleman, Rolando Freeman, your world television champion, and Tom Latimer, and Camille, of course, the one time. Uh, also known as June Byers in the Hollywood. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for those fans who are going to get to see these shows. I think it looks really, really good. Um, I think it's going to be a fun show. Uh, Lamb says, NWA and Irvine Improv would have been a straight low blow to Dave. It, well, see, the thing about it is where the amphitheater is, uh, where Smashing Pumpkins are playing, and where Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Tapes is literally about 15 minutes away from each other. I, it was my hopes... It was my hopes that we'd get a TV taping in Hollywood on that Tuesday, which would be, I think, the um, August the 8th, and then Smashing Pumpkins play August 9th. If they would have had wrestling, I would have been able to go to back-to-back -back nights of wrestling. Uh, Dodie says, the world is an oyster, not a vampire. Billy lied to us this whole time. Uh, James says he's excited for Gags the Gimp. You, you liar, James. You lie. Why are you lying? Uh, let's see. Will our world heavyweight champion Tyrus Smash be there, though? No, Tyrus isn't on the card. And I heard recently, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I heard that he recently had his knee drained. And I'm, I'm very much hoping that he uh, has a quick, speedy recovery. I don't want him to come out and look like crap, right? I don't want him to be wrestling EC3 looking broken, decrepit. I want the best version of Tyrus there. Don't get me wrong. I still hope he loses, but I hope it's the best version of Tyrus that loses. I don't want excuses later. I don't want, uh, oh, bad knees. I mean, honestly, I paid to go see an NWA World title match. At the end of the day, I want the best possible outcome, the best match I can get. And I think as any paying audience member, that's what all of us hope for. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Sam Retro's in the house. Willie says, Tyrus will be with his law firm of Hagen Boss. <laughs> nice. Pam says, I'll be at one, possibly two of the world as a vampire shows. Are you talking? Oh, oh. Pam. Tell your boy what happens. Hook me up. I want to know. I'm pretty close to all the socials. <laughs> yeah, I'm flexing. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, Sam's got his tickets. Nice. Uh, James asked if there would be an invasion angle. No, no way in hell. No way in hell. Look, the United Wrestling Network and the NWA don't specifically work together. But as we'll talk about later in the show, that, that doesn't mean that uh, NWA talent can't appear in the United Wrestling Network and vice versa. Obviously, um, look, Billy Corgan's a wise, wise man. When he looked at adding more talent to his roster uh, after the pandemic, the first place he looked was in the uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. He procured uh, Jordan Clearwater, who wasn't a national name at the time. They also procured Slice Boogie, who uh, has 
only a few appearances with the NWA, uh, but still came directly from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. You wouldn't have seen Jordan Clearwater or Slice Boogie anywhere else but on uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, you know, there's a few other talents who are also now part of the NWA that came directly from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. But on the flip side, you know, there's been talents that have appeared on uh, all platforms of the United Wrestling Network. So, but we'll get more to that in a minute. Uh, Willie says that would be great. James, Danny Limelight would smash Kerry Morton. I mean, I would. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm with. I'm at NWA 75 with Kevin Steen. Uh, podcast J podcast. Uh, Luthes says the ver- the best version of Tyrus is broken and decrepit. J. <laughs> the best version of Tyrus is being afloat in the parades or competing in a pineapple. <laughs> Really? Yes. John's here. What's up, John? Jeremy says Tyrus Accounting Firm is Hostess, Debbie, and Buffett. Or, excuse me, Buffet. I blew it. Uh, NWA will be golden. NWA 75 will be diamonds. Because that's the diamond anniversary, I guess. Thank you for tuning in to the Alliance Blog Podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, the premier source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. Would you consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode? You can follow us on all social media at the Alliance Blog, and we stream live on Twitch, Kick, and YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern at the Alliance Blog. Until then... We are the Alliance.